Sports Talk Chicago. Here John Zaglou, back at it. John Meadows directing and producing. Great to be here with all of you on our great radio and TV affiliates across Illinois and Indiana. 98.3 The Life, WKAN, 105.5 The Ticket, HGTV, JTV, WJOB, and Cities 92.9 Talk FM. If you've missed any of today's program, we had a fiery segment one. Go back and podcast at sportstalkchicago.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. You can also subscribe to us on YouTube. We are nearing 20,000 subscribers. And every single subscription will help. Hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, and join us at Sports Talk Chicago on YouTube. It's great to be here with all of you. Fun first segment. We have former teammates of Justin Fields in college claiming that he's a winner and claiming that the Bears are going to regret if they trade Justin Fields. Oh, boy. (laughs) You're going to want to go back and hear that in segment one if you uh, really want to hear what I had to say about that. That was pretty funny. But here's an interesting fold in the Justin Fields narrative and saga here in Chicago. So, Justin Fields' former teammates claim that the Bears may regret trading Justin Fields. Yet, Adam Schefter this week said on ESPN 1000, quote, that the Bears may get a number one for Justin Fields. That's news to me. During an appearance on Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000 in Chicago, Adam Schefter said that should be fair. He thinks the Bears could even get a better pick. Definitely, Schefter said when he asked, or when asked, if he thinks Chicago would get a second-round pick for Fields, I think they might get a number one. They might get a number one pick for a quarterback who's 10-29, and 29, who's never thrown for 3,000 yards. Yes, because there are certain teams that are that needy at the position. And I said this a couple of weeks ago, and I'll say it again here. Maybe it's not true. Maybe Adam Schefter is just stirring the pot and trying to get people excited. Maybe he is. Maybe the Bears paid him off to uh, spread rumors and try and get people excited about it. Whatever the case may be, I I will say this, okay? Theoretically, it does make sense for the Bears to demand a number one pick for Justin Fields, a a first-round pick. And here's why. Here's my case for why a team should be paying a first-round pick to acquire Justin Fields. Theoretically, he is a quote-unquote rookie quarterback. When you compare him to the quarterbacks who are available right now, you don't know about the veteran market yet, and the veteran market, frankly, is going to be thin as it is. You might find somebody for a one-year deal. You might not. I don't know. I mean, maybe Joe Flacco is going to be out there after a couple of nice games in, in Cleveland. Carson Wentz might be available, but really, it's up in the air. Justin Fields, like Caleb Williams and Drake May, J.J. McCarthy, is young. Still has an opportunity to develop further if he's coached correctly. And has a chance to go to a good situation and thrive. I think it's possible. Just like all of these other quarterbacks, I would seriously compare him to Williams and May and McCarthy. And then Fields, right there. He's essentially a part of this draft class. This is a unique situation. This is not how it's been in the past. The veteran quarterback market is thin. There's not much there. So you're left with what, you're, what, what you have here. And if you're a team that's quarterback needy but does not have a top pick, you're going to be shut out of the Caleb Williams and Drake May and maybe even J.J. McCarthy discussion because now some are saying J.J. McCarthy might even go top 15, top 20. So what are you going to do if you're a team that needs a quarterback? Well, in the trade market, you have somebody like Justin Fields who has NFL experience, who's played three seasons in the league, about 40 games, who has raw talent but just has not had it fully developed and maybe hasn't had a great coach or a great coaching experience. 
you could trade for him, essentially start his career fresh. He'd be in a new situation. He'd be, quote-unquote, a rookie quarterback in a new system with a new team and a new coach, and you could get him and potentially even retain him with a team-friendly deal. Maybe you trade for him. He has two years left on his contract. You add another two years, right? And then keep him at this lower salary for more time. So I don't think it's that crazy for the Bears or even for Adam Schefter to come out and say he could be worth the top pick. He could be worth the first-round pick. I don't disagree with that. Look at the situation. I mean, if you're a team that really needs a quarterback, what are you going to do? There are not, There is not much out there for veterans. You can look to the actual trade market for veteran quarterbacks too, but that's still sparse at best. And then you know, everybody knows that Justin Fields could be on the market, and it could even turn into a bidding war where teams are really just so desperate that they will offer a first-round pick on top of that too. And if not, they're going to draft somebody in the first or second round. So I think this year is a unique situation for the Bears, is a unique situation for Justin Fields, and is a unique situation for teams that may or may not be interested. That's why I don't think it's crazy for Adam Schefter to say that it's possible for the Bears to get a number one first-round pick for Fields if they trade him. The selection for these teams who desperately need a quarterback is not promising. I mean, I know for a fact that Pittsburgh needs a quarterback, right? Atlanta needs a quarterback. And there are teams who may need one in the future, right? Like uh, the Rams, for example. How much longer is Matthew Stafford going to play for and then be effective for? Maybe a couple of years? You don't know. Not even. Could be only one or two years. There are teams that may need a quarterback even to sit on the bench for a year or two and then become the starter. Maybe Justin Fields takes the Mitch Trubisky route, where Mitch sat on the bench in Buffalo and then went to Pittsburgh and did get an opportunity to start. It didn't work out, but he had the opportunity, and maybe Fields does that too, where he sits on on the bench somewhere for a year with the expectation that after one year he's going to start somewhere. I think that'd be a great option for him too, seriously. If I was his agent, I'd be lobbying for that as well. Go to a situation where you know right after a year or two you are going to be the guy. And then you take a team-friendly deal and make less money, and the team is willing to keep you around. So there are a lot of options here. There are a lot of ways that this could all go. A lot of ways this could go. But I don't think it's crazy to suggest that Fields could bring back a top pick. And this goes back to the Ryan Poles dilemma, which really isn't a dilemma. What do you do? Now, we said in the first segment, you know, we talked about some of Fields' former college teammates claiming that he's this great quarterback, he's a winner, Oh, the Bears are going to regret trading him? I'll tell you what. I would not regret trading Justin Fields for a first-round pick. End of discussion. For a guy who's been in the league for three years, for a guy who's 10-29 and 29 in his career as a NFL starting quarterback, I would not regret for one second getting a first-round pick in return. And that's easy. That's an easy choice. That's not. There's no question about that. You do not hesitate with that. If somebody comes up to me and says, I want a first-round pick, or I'm going to give you a first-round pick, for someone like Justin Fields, I would take it. Because you know what? It doesn't usually work this way. It doesn't usually work this way. It doesn't. Usually, if you're a quarterback and you're 10 and 29 in three years, you're out of a job. I mean, you really are. Look at Jamarcus Russell. Look at Ryan Leaf. I mean, the, the list goes on. 
Now, Justin Fields has more raw talent than them. That's why he's been able to stick around. But my point is, you don't just go 10 and 29 and become a first-round pick return material. That just doesn't work like that in the NFL. That's not how things go. So the fact that there is a situation in which the Bears could receive top draft compensation for Justin Fields, that's pretty remarkable, pretty unique. And if I'm Brian Poles and I'm looking into this situation, I think I know what I'm going to do. I don't think it's that big of a question. We're up to me. In this article, it goes on to say about Schefter, quote, here's what Schefter said, I think interest in fields will be limited to a certain extent, but it really doesn't matter if it will be limited because if, if there were just a couple of teams, and I think there could be, then that's all it takes. It doesn't take something where you need 18 teams all vying for services. If there are a couple, and like I said, I think there could be, then it becomes something that becomes relevant, and we'll see whether or not it happens. And that's true. We'll see. Nothing's official. This is just a speculation mainly, but I could tell you right now that Pittsburgh and Atlanta are going to be in the discussion. And that's not reporting. That's just speculation. Who do they have a quarterback right now? Pittsburgh has a combination, a beat-up combination, a bust of a uh, combination uh, of Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett. Oh, and Mason Rudolph, who really, I I can't believe he's even still around. And in Atlanta, you've got Heineke and Ritter. Heineke, I believe, is going to be a free agent. Ritter's an absolute disaster. Those are two teams off the top of my head that could be interested And there are probably others that I'm not thinking of at the moment who may have genuine interest in bringing Fields around and bringing him on board. The Giants are stuck with Daniel Jones, but Fields will be a great fit over there if that were to work out. Him and Brian Dable will probably cook things up very well. I think that's certainly possible. Will it work out? Probably not. But that's something to be considered. What about the Saints, maybe? Maybe they move on from Derek Carr somehow and they put Fields in. I mean, there are options here. But the two that really stick out to me are Pittsburgh and Atlanta. They need quarterbacks. They have nothing. And the Commanders, too. Sorry, that's a third one. Because the Commanders, as far as we know, are interested in Caleb Williams. But they don't have a high enough pick. They're going to have to move up. And if they don't, Fields is right there. And Fields would fit in. Fields would fit in over there, I believe. We'll have a couple of decent wide receivers. Terry McLaurin's going to be there. He could do something in Washington. So there are, I'm sorry, there are three teams who probably have serious interest, legitimate interest. Commanders, Steelers, Falcons. And as Schefter said, and I agree, even if there are just a couple of teams, it becomes a bidding war, and it becomes a process, and it becomes who is going to give the best offer available. And I'll tell you what, if only those three teams even are bidding against one another, secretly, all the Ryan Poles, Ryan Poles is going to be at the table licking his chops, asking for the world, as he should be. Because at the end of the day, the Bears don't need Justin Fields. They could keep him if they want to, but they don't need to. They have another quarterback who they could take at number one and take care of this whole situation easily. And then from there, if you're offered a first-round pick, take it and move on. Simple. So this is nice. This is nice. And I like the situation that Chicago's in right now. And I encourage everybody to continue to look into this story. And we're going to keep you updated, obviously, of course. But this is interesting. And I like where this is going. 
If you're the Bears, you have the ultimate say in how anything goes. I mean, you're in the clear. You either could keep Justin Fields, I guess. I mean, if you want to, I don't recommend it. But if you do, so be it. You could trade the number one pick or you cause a bidding war with three to four different teams. One of them overpays and offers you a first-round pick for a 10-29 and 29 quarterback. You say yes. Goodbye, Justin Fields. Hello, Caleb Williams. Here we go. Plus a first-round pick extra added into the mix. So really, you had another first-round pick. And if it's a team like maybe Washington or Atlanta, it could be a higher first-round pick, maybe top 10, top 15. Then all of a sudden, you're in a situation where you have more picks still. The Bears have two picks already in the first round. They could add a third by trading Justin Fields. And from there, you could address center if you wanted to. You could address offensive line. You could address pass rushing. You could address a wide receiver. All of it could be done in the first round. So there are opportunities here. There are opportunities here. So I, I implore you Bears fans to not dismiss this or write it off and say, all right, we got to keep Justin Fields, and I don't want to hear what this John guy has to say. No, I'm, I'm telling you right now, this is coming from Adam Schefter, and if you're offered a first-round pick, you take it. For a 10-29 and 29 quarterback, you've got to take it. you got to take it. I don't care if you have an affinity for Justin Fields. You're going to tell me right now if you're up at a first-round pick for this guy, you're not going to do it? You're going to be like, no, no, I, I like him way too much. <laughs> Come on. Justin Fields is a nice guy. He works hard, but I am not going to be vouching and sticking my neck out for a 10-29 and 29 quarterback. At the end of the day, if you're given a top pick, you go. You do it. That's it. It's that easy. And then from there, you put more into your war chest. You draft more in the first round. You have an extra first-round pick, and you make the best decisions that you need to do as an organization to bolster your team in full, not just the quarterback position, not just this position or that one, everybody. The Bears have needs all around the football field. In addition to quarterback, they could use a running back in the late rounds. They need another wide receiver. They need a center. They need another offensive lineman. They need a defensive lineman, a pass rusher specifically. There are needs. What if Jalen Johnson leaves? Oh, there could be another issue in the secondary. So this team still has holes. This team still has needs that have to be addressed. They have to be addressed. The quarterback is the big talking point, of course, but there are other things this team needs. By making a trade like this, if Justin Fields actually fetches a first-round pick, if you're Brian Poles, you still hit the jackpot because you're going to draft a quarterback who's top-notch in terms of talent, right, in terms of being a prospect, generationally speaking. I don't know if he's going to be perfect or if he's going to work out, but at this moment, he's a ton of upside. And then from there, with the other two first-round picks you'll have by completing the trade, you can address major needs, and then you still have picks in the later rounds too. This is promising. This is promising for the Bears. This is something good. Fields fans are going to spin this into some negative hit piece, but I'm telling you right now, this is a good spot to be in if you're Chicago. This is a good spot to be in if you're the Bears. This is where you want to be. So, I don't know. Well, we'll see how this one plays out, but for Adam Shepard to come out and say that the Bears could get a first-round pick. There's clearly some meaning behind that, and even if it's just speculation now, I'm sure there have been talks on the back channels about what the Bears could be asking for for Fields. And as he said correctly, 
if there's a bidding war, if there's an issue, if a couple of teams are interested and then it turns into this situation where everybody's wanting Justin Fields, I'll tell you what, that's a first-round pick right there. And I want to say one more thing, too. I think everybody has to sit down and understand that you don't get a first-round pick usually for quarterbacks who are unsuccessful. I mean, that's like that's like trading uh, Josh Rosen for a first-round pick, right? Remember, remember in Arizona, he went three and thirteen his rookie year. Then they drafted Kyler Murray immediately, and then Josh Rosen was kind of like, "What the hell?" And they just kind of sent him away, right? They didn't get a first-round pick back for Josh Rosen when they traded him to Miami. That didn't happen. Okay, Josh Rosen was traded for a bunch of potatoes, a sack of potatoes, then he sat on the bench, and now he's out of the NFL. You don't get a first-round pick for a failure of a quarterback. Justin Fields, whether you like it or not, is 10-29. and 29. So if somebody is actually willing to offer you a first-round pick, it's a no-brainer. You do it. You do it. Whether you like it or not, you do it. You're not going to be getting... Usually, this top pick, this great compensation for somebody who just can't play the game. And for Justin Fields, who's 10 and 29, he's a lot of issues. He's done fine, but he's had some issues. The fact the Bears could be getting something that big, you take it and you run with it. And you don't look back. That's something the Bears have to do. And my hope is that they put logistics, that they put truth above feelings, and put truth above what the fans want them to do, and say, look, this is the best move for the organization. Not the best move for Justin Fields, not the best move for the fan base, the best move for the organization and its future success. Because if they go that route, they're going to be fine. If they don't, more mediocrity to come, right? Speaking of mediocrity, Chicago Bulls have the trade deadline coming up, and they are ninth in the Eastern Conference again. With all the inflated contracts and all the issues that they have, what will they do and what should they do? We're going to discuss next, last segment of the program here at Sports Talk Chicago. Don't go anywhere.